0: like that. Yeah. Uh, in fact, largely what I'm going to say uh, doesn't quite come irrelevant, hopefully, uh, hopefully that, will, uh, that will spur you on, because what we want to talk about over the next three uh, weeks is about risk and faith, about stepping out in God and uh, hearing what he, he wants us to do, stepping out and seeing what God does. And that's the essence of, of faith, is, is believing God, hearing God, and then doing something about it, taking a, a step, taking some risks. And exactly what Letitia did, uh, and it's not about, as Jane was saying last week, it's not about us working really hard, striving, creating opportunities in our own strength. It's about actually saying to God, here I am use me and uh, and I just want to uh, really just to, uh, just to sort of say that's really what, what what this is about it's about actually uh, that, that God has something amazing for us here um, and that he wants to use everybody everybody that's here everybody's part of us in his great purpose now um, I just want to start with something that's not wasn't I wasn't planning to do but it's something that uh, Ian shared with me. I believe what God wants, is, wants to get out of this morning, if, if that's the right way of putting it, he wants to fill us with hope and faith for the church here. Um, it was wonderful to be part of the worship this morning, to so really sense, uh, I, 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 was, I have to be honest, I was struggling this morning, just so i have been preparing uh, what I wanted to say, and uh, for some reason this happens to all of us as Christians, I was really struggling. I was sort of battling uh, with what I was going to say and battling with, with all sorts of different thoughts. And sometimes that happens as, as Christians. And as, in the worship, uh, I really sense the presence of God. I really sense God speak. And uh, one thing that uh, that um, Rochelle said uh, just halfway through about God bringing bring hope uh, really spoke to me personally. And I'm to, but I also believe it's actually what God wants us to know for, for us as a people. Because... God wants to speak into us as a people of God. Real hope for the future. I really believe that. That actually, God has something uh, amazing for us. And and really, what what Jamie shared last week about these numbers are all is all linked to this. Um, now, I don't know those that if you've, you've got these cards uh, on your uh, chairs, and uh, these are these are not numbers that came straight from heaven. I don't want to get these, but this is what we felt as, as, as a leadership here, that, that a, a healthy church looks like. Um, that we have people being saved, uh, that we have breakthroughs in our workplaces and in our, as we go into the community. Uh, we've got one ticked off already, not that, not that that's what we're about, we're not about numbers. Uh, it's a wonderful personal story. Each of these breakthroughs are individuals who God is meeting with. Uh, breakthroughs here, uh, 300 we're looking at, you know, but I mean, that's. Uh, but it's about those coming here and meeting with God and the church growing. And and it's possible to look at this and say, oh, yeah, I, I, I just don't believe that. And we can look at that and think, you know, but actually, I believe God wants us to. to, to grasp something, that actually this isn't pie in the sky. This isn't... Uh, one, of the, one of the problems for those that have been here for a little while is that, well, actually the church has never done this. But what, what, one of the things I want to say today is that is not the norm. What we're looking at here is normal Christianity. It's what God is expecting, what God is looking for. is what God, what God is ha- has for us has for churches, churches that know the presence of the Holy Spirit, churches that know God. This is this is normal. This is what this is. So therefore, don't don't think, oh, this is you know this, this can't happen here. This this is normal stuff. And I want to share just what Ian uh, brought this morning, just before I start in what I was going to say. I will shorten, so don't don't you worry, I won't go on okay. forever. <laughs> uh, but I just feel this is important because <laughs> Ian brought this this morning, and it was again a, a really encouragement to me. It was from Hosea. Um, we haven't got it on the thing if you want to write it down or follow it it's Hosea chapter 14 Um, and he felt and I believe Ian actually got quite a prophetic gift Um, I don't want to embarrass him but I I do feel that that's a growing gift he has And he felt it's for the church and it says there in uh, Hosea 14 verse 1, I will heal their waywardness I'm not sure about that but but anyway let's carry on Uh, and love them freely for my anger has turned away from them I will be like the Jew to Israel. He will blossom like a lily. Like a cedar of Lebanon, he will send down his roots. His young shoots will grow. His splendor will be like an olive tree. His fragrance, like the cedar of Lebanon. Men will dwell again in his shade. He will flourish like the grain. He will blossom like a vine. And his fame will be like the wine from Lebanon. O Ephraim, what have I to do with idols? I will answer him and care for him. I am like a green pine tree, your fruitfulness comes from me. And I believe God is speaking that over us. Actually, that actually, God has ordained for us to grow and to send down shoots and to be a place where people come to and men will dwell again in his shade. And that, that was a, a picture of the church. But actually we can take it, when, when it's brought prophetically, we can take that for ourselves. We say, no, no I take that for this church here. I take it for us. That actually God has got something quite amazing for us. That we're not simply going to stay little old, plumpstead, um, but actually God has got new life for us here. New Christians to be born. And uh, new breakthroughs in God. And so I believe God wants to see, start to put into you real hope that actually what we're part of here isn't just going to stay as it always been. Actually, God has got something new, and because he's speaking. And one of the other things that uh, that Jamie shared last week, which I find is really uh, wonderfully encouraging, is that when, when we came up with these numbers, uh, and they were just uh, sort of plucked out of the air, and we said 40 people coming to know Jesus. And then Jamie goes to this meeting after we sent these things to be uh, the printers, and someone completely random who doesn 't know what 's going on here says forty people are going to be saved in your church. That is a God moment. that is something that we have to sit up and take notice of so actually actually maybe there 's something in this maybe, maybe God has got something for us. and so I want us to to, to to start developing and growing in hope and faith that actually God is about something here. And uh, as we hear testimonies week by week, uh, we can actually see these numbers growing. Not that, not that we don't get me wrong. I'm not interested in numbers. I'm interested in people being affected. But actually, this gives us a clue. Actually, yeah, God is God is at work. God's doing something. God is uh, about a work here amongst us. And so I just want us to, to sort of to get, to get that, if you like, to get that uh, hope in us. But. Put my barber down, I do need that a bit later. Uh, I, guess, I guess really what, what, uh, what I want to say this morning is, with that hope comes a, a bit of a challenge for us. Um, and that is, how are these things going to come about? Because um, we, can, we can think, oh great, God has spoken. Uh, God is prophetically saying something. Uh, wow, what I'm going to do is I'm going to sit back and see it happen. Yeah? That, that, that's, a, that's a temptation. We can think, okay, God, uh, you've spoken, that's good enough. But actually, I think a lot of these prophetic words come not to say, uh, okay, just sit back and see what I'm going to do, albeit that's part of it. It's actually a spur to us to say, actually, I want you involved in what I'm doing. And actually, as you go... As you step out, you'll see these things happen. Because I honestly believe that if we, if we take these words and say, okay, God, you've said it, and we just sit down and say, well, we'll just wait until God does it, I don't think anything will happen. It will take the hearing from God, it will take the, the going to the, the shop and buying the croissant, it will take the bravery of putting it on someone's desk, I'm not suggesting actually that's a pattern for everybody here. It might work, I don't know, I might try, you never know. Actually, God is very specific with us, He speaks to us individually. Uh, but that was a step of faith. And uh, it was a step of obedience, it was a risk. And as as, that, as uh, Letitia did that, so God broke in. And so that's what God is looking for in each of us, is to say, actually God... I hear what you're saying. I've got hope for this. Now, what do you want me to do about it? What do you want me to do? What, what have you got for me? You see, I believe God wants everyone to be part of this. To look back and say, yeah, I was part of that harvest. I was part of, of seeing breakthrough. I was part of it. Now, again, numbers don't matter. Some people might, might have a testimony every week. That's great. Some may have a testimony once, in a, uh, once a year. It doesn't matter. God, you know, whatever God has got for each one of us will be different. But what I do know is actually God wants everybody, from the youngest to the oldest, to be part of this and say, actually, I have a part in this. I have a part in what God's doing. Now, in uh, before Jesus went to heaven, he says in Matthew 28 and verse 20, 19, In fact, it's the first one. I'm to put it out. I, think. I keep finding it in my Bible. Um, most of you will know this verse. He speaks to his uh, his followers, his disciples, and says, therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptising them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Now, this this, this I find a very interesting verse, because we, we would say, and rightly so, that we cannot save anybody uh, is... God, through the Holy Spirit, who saves people. And yet Jesus is clearly saying, you go and do it. You go and make disciples. So we might turn around and say, Jesus, uh, you've probably got your theology a bit wrong there. Uh, we can't do that. You can do that. I can't. But actually, he hasn't got his theology wrong, I, I don't believe. Uh, it would be difficult for God to get his theology wrong, wouldn't it? But um, he clearly says, actually, no, you will do this. As you go, as you speak, as you, as you tell the gospel, you will be making disciples. It's as though you were doing it. Don't expect me just to sovereignly from heaven save you. Now, he does. Praise God, he does. Are, he sends dreams and visions and, also, and prepares people. But so often, and the way he's chosen to do it is actually says, I'm going to send you. I'm going to send you, and you will make disciples. Now, you'll need you. my spirit. You, it's not going to happen without my spirit, it's not going to happen without me, but actually you'll go. He also says the same thing about miracles. If you turn to Matthew and chapter 10. Now we might say we can't heal anyone. Well that's true. But he says to his disciples in Matthew 10, 7 and 8 As you go Preach this message, the kingdom of heaven is near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons, freely you have received, freely give. Again, Jesus is saying, you heal them. You heal the sick. You raise the dead. You heal those who have leprosy. You bring good news. And so there was an expectation, and we know this because we lay hands on people, that actually there isn't in each of us, that ability to raise the dead. Now that comes from God. But it is what we are called to do. We are to proclaim the message to bring the good things of the kingdom. And what I believe God wants to do this morning is to say, actually, what I want you to do is to go out with hope when you do this. Because I've said something about this church I've said it's going to flourish, I've said it, thought you are going to be saved. So when you go out, go out with hope and with faith. Yeah. Believing actually that, that when you start speaking, people are going to be saved. When you start praying, people are going to be healed. That's what it's about. It's not about saying, okay, I'm going to sit back and let God do it all. And it's not about saying, oh, well, I've got to go and do it, haven't I? It's going out with something in your heart to say, actually, this is worth doing. Because God has spoken, God is involved in this, and actually, as I do this... Now, there may be, and we'll look at this a bit later, there may be times when you speak something, you do something because you feel God is doing it, and nothing happens. Yeah. Or they get... Well, actually, that's down to God. And that's, that's so important to know. All he asks us to do is to say, I'm going to step out in faith here." I'm gonna step out in faith, I'm gonna do something, I take a risk. If nothing happens, it falls flat. Well, actually, God is as pleased with that as He is with people who you do that and they get saved. Because the saving bit is down to him. The stepping out bit is down to us. And God says, I'm so pleased you did that. But nothing happened. Well that's that's not your problem, that's mine. That's my problem, it's not yours. God says. I'm so pleased you stepped out. And that's what uh, God wants to uh, encourage us with this morning, I believe. To say, actually, he's promised results, he's promised something, he's promised to do it, it's not, well, but actually, I'm just pleased when you respond and do something. See that story from the, uh, the Tisha? God was pleased with what she did, not far more than the result because he loves this person, but actually that's what pleased God the stepping out in faith.
1: Yeah.
0: The responding to, I'll buy this croissant and I'll put it on the desk. God was so pleased with that. The Bible says it's with faith that we please God. That was a step of faith. That was what pleased God. The rest of it was, he, he brought about. Now he, he wants these people healed; he wants to bring his healing, and that is a, a, a thing for it, but actually a, a means for it to bring. But actually, it was that first initial thing that God said oh, i 'm so pleased, so pleased mm-hmm. and so we need to, to to get our minds around the fact that what God is asking us to do is not to uh, is to, to simply to be listening to what He says and to do it. I want to uh, look. And to challenge us, really, to think, actually, um, what, why, why would we do this? Why would we uh, go about doing this sort of thing? Well, um, in that verse in Matthew 28, it talks about uh, making disciples. I just want to talk briefly about what a disciple is. And he was calling his disciples to make disciples, okay? Now we can often look at a disciple of Jesus as, uh, it's been various uh, words used, as um, a follower of Jesus. Now I think that term follower is unhelpful, because uh, it gives the idea that there's Jesus in front and we're just sort of wandering around after him, seeing what he does and saying, wow. Now um, that, isn't, that doesn't picture really what I, a disciple is. Um, I'm, I'm, as many people know, a follower of Crystal Palace. Um, and what that means is, uh, I last night I was sitting down and I watched them on Match of the Day. Somewhat uh, disappointingly, last night, but never mind. Um, it meant that last week I got in my car, paid a bit of money and went and watched them. As I did the week before that. And I sat in my seat, and then every now and again we get up and we sing, and there is actually a song, which I can't remember, um, Tom, you can probably sing it, but you probably don't want to, about follow, follow, because we, oh, we su- <laughs> that's it,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> we support them, anyway, I won't sing it you now, it's a, not the most intelligent song ever, but, I'll... and yeah, I get up and sing it, because I, I quite enjoy that, and, um, and it talks about following the palace, um, So, uh, and that's what we do. That is what following is. Um, And uh, real dedicated followers, of course, go to the away matches as well, which I've only done a a little bit of. Um, That's following. A disciple, however, is far more than that. A disciple, actually, the the word disciple means learner. Learner. A true disciple, if you ever have one, of Crystal Palace isn't one that simply sits in the stand and cheers every now and again. It's someone actually uh, who sits uh, with the manager and then with the players and eventually says, Actually, I can do what you're doing. to do. I'm going to go on the pitch. That's a disciple. And it's like, if you like, uh, any job you're doing. Uh, uh, um, we, we have some plumbers with us, uh, amongst us. Uh, you may think that, uh, uh, I mean, Rob is I'm not here today, but he's a, he's a plumber. And he, I know from time to time, has people working alongside him who are learning the trade. And he, they're learning to be a plumber. Now, we can also think of a disciple uh, uh, as, a, as a learner of Jesus. But also, we can think of it, uh, if I say I'm a disciple of Jesus, you often think of that as the way I behave. I behave. I try and behave like Jesus. I, I don't sin. I do. Uh, you know. I. Be, uh, you know. I, I'm. I'm. You know. I look nice. I'm. I'm a good character, uh, and that's that's good. That's right. Um, but actually, if you if you took that further to a plumber, you could say actually, okay. So Rob has people alongside him who learn to behave like a plumber. Okay. So uh, it means that uh, the first thing they do when they get something else is they, uh, they have a cup of tea. Uh, and, uh, and then when, 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 they, when, they, when, the, when a lady opens the door, they say, "Hello,
1: love." So <laughs>
0: and so someone alongside Rob can, uh, can learn to do those things. And, uh, and then when he goes around, oh, this is probably not true of Rob, but uh, when they go around to do an estimate, they learn to say) <laughs> Yeah, poor master. <laughs> and I'm sure Rob doesn't do that. But, and you can learn to be a plumber in that way. Okay? And you can take the characteristics of a plumber. That is, I don't think, and I'd have to ask you about I'm, I imagine that's not really what Rob's after. But, uh, and, 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 and the guy, after a few years... Uh, and Rob says, okay, you do that now and Rob says, oh, I can't do that, I can't do that no, I can, I can behave like you Rob I can't do what you do now the point of the apprentice or if you like, the disciple that Rob has, is that he learns to do what Rob does, he learns to fit pipes he learns to fit taps, he learns to, to bend pipes in the right way, he learns about the pressure in the system, he learns all to do with plumbing and so, at some point, he then says, "Okay." Rob says, "Okay, you do it. You take this pipe and you fit this kitchen. You fit this bathroom. You fit. You do it. I'll watch. I'll check that everything's all right." And what will tend to happen with that is that when he starts doing it, he'll put it together, and suddenly, he'll tell that happens. There's the leaves there. <coughs> That's what happens, isn't it? So it doesn't work. You know, oh, I've done all this. Now, the, the, what you can do then as a plumber, I imagine, is say, "Oh, it's a waste. I'm not doing that again." It's leaking. Uh, you know, I'll never be a plumber. Or you can say, actually, no, okay, it didn't quite work this time, let's have another go. Let's have another go. Let's, uh, let's try this again. And uh, maybe, maybe try this slightly different way. Okay, does it again? This time it works. That is a much better picture of what a disciple of Jesus is. It is someone who has Jesus' character increasingly in them. It is someone who uh, seeks to honour God in the way they live and the way they behave. But actually, it's much more a learner. Actually, I have learned, I am learning to do what Jesus did. That's what a disciple is. And so I see Jesus, and he went and healed the sick. So as a disciple, if I'm a true disciple of Jesus, that's what I do. And he brought good news to the poor. He brought good news to people. So if I'm a true disciple of Jesus, that's what I do. Yeah. I bring good news. And so I just want us to think today, am I a true disciple of Jesus? Now I don't want that in any, any condemnatory way. Because it is possible to be a disciple and not do those things. But actually that's not a full understanding of discipleship. The purpose of having all this recorded and what Jesus did in Matthew, Mark, Luke and John is for us to say actually that's what Jesus did as a disciple I'm going to do what he did I'm going to learn to do it I'm going to learn to pray for the sick I'm going to learn to share good news I'm going to learn to bring breakthrough into lives because that's what Jesus and I'm I'm, I'm his disciple and that's a challenge for us because we think well okay I'm becoming more like Jesus in my character and that's good enough well It's good, but that's just not what discipleship is. Discipleship is that I'm I'm going to do what you did. And so, what we as a people of God want to do, to see this breakthrough, to see what God has spoken over us, is that we need, as a people, individually and together, to do what Jesus did. To step out and say... You've called me to be a disciple. You've called me to learn. You've called me to copy what you did. I'm going to do that. As you lead me, Lord, as you as you give me something to do, I'll do it. And uh, but it's not a case of sitting back and waiting for God to say, "Okay," although some uh, it's actually saying, actively saying, "God, use me. Use me." You know. It, I'm ready, I'm willing. In the morning you get up and say, God, use me today. I, I want to be a disciple today. I want to do what you did today. Now sometimes nothing may happen. But actually, as we give ourselves and say that, actually more and more, God will bring us those little thoughts in our head. Buy a song. Whatever it might be, go and talk to that person. Go and let uh, this person have a look. Can you see? They're not very happy. Whatever it might be, each situation will be different. Whether you're at school, or at work, or at home, or the school gate, wherever you are, if you're simply saying to God, use me, I want to be a disciple, I want to be a true disciple, I want to truly follow what you've called me to do, God will give you those situations. And as he gives you those, we will see these people saved, we will see people healed, we will see breakthroughs in lives because he's purposed Because he's spoken. And you might say, well, I've done this. I've done this for years and years and years and years and nothing's ever happened. Well, actually, let new hope come into you. Actually, God has a purpose for this church. He's got a purpose. He loves the people of Woolwich. He loves the people of Plumstead. He loves the people of Thamesmead. He loves the people of Welling. Don't don't have any doubt about that. He loves them. He dearly loves them. And he's just wanting the people of God to go to them where they are and to bring something of his goodness and his love. He's waiting for us to do it, if you like, if if I can put it that way. He's shown us how. He's shown clearly what he, he does, how he behaves, how he cares for them, how he treats people. He shows us that. in in the Bible, and he says, okay, you copy me. You be my disciple. You follow. You learn what I did and you go and do it. And as we do, we will see breakthroughs. We will see this happen because God spoke. And we can be confident about that. So I believe God wants to raise expectation. But there's some other things that uh, we need to bear in mind. We, We can be hindered because of fear I, I struggle to talk to people uh, who I don't know It's not. I, I know some people here and I, I'm amazed at them they can strike up conversations with anyone my brother is like that I find this quite weird he, he, would, he, um, uh, he will just talk to anybody he does a lot of flying uh, and he will strike up conversations on planes, on trains and I'm thinking how do you do that? Well, that's his gift. That's what he can do. He will talk to anybody. Uh, usually it's about a load of nonsense, but that, that's fine. That's but God uses him, uh, and, uh, and it's wonderful. Um, I'm not like that, particularly. Um, I have had conversations on trains, not very often, usually started by somebody else. Uh, but the fact is, that may not be what God calls me to do. It may be. That might be a step of faith. But actually, God will cause you to do what he's put in your heart to do. And uh, so don't think, oh, the next time I get on a bus, I need to speak to somebody. Uh, If God says that to you, fine, do it. But don't feel, okay, that's the sort of thing I need to do. We just need to hear from God and just do what he's told us to do. But fear can stop us. And I just want a a passage from um, Acts chapter 4. And this this is vital for us. And and, uh, times like this morning in the presence of God. really helped me Because actually, God knows what we're like. God knows that we can be fearful people. Now, uh, this is a particular case in, in Acts where uh, Peter and John had uh, been arrested and been threatened. And they go back uh, to the believers and uh, this is what they do. And it's in Acts 4, 29. It says there, Now, Lord, consider their threats. These people were concerned. The disciples were gathered together. they they've recognized the, the threats against them. And they said, Enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. Stretch out your hand to heal and perform miracles, uh, signs and wonders through your name. Uh, through the name of your holy servant Jesus. Mm -hmm. After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. These people, I think we can safe to say, were scared. They knew they weren't what to do, they knew they'd been called to speak, they wanted to pray boldly, God help us, but we're scared. I'm frightened. I'm, I'm, I don't know what's going to happen. We, we could be arrested. I, I go out and I speak to someone at school, I could be ridiculed. I know what that's like. That happened to me when I was at school. And, uh, and the temptation is to say, oh, I will not to do that again. Or you can be, you can be um, ignored in the office because you're a Christian. All, all sorts of things can happen and you can be scared. Now, God doesn't say, oh, sort your, sort, sort your life out, just do it anyway. He says, actually, no, I understand that. He understood these these people were frightened. And instead of having a go at them, he pours out his Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is the comforter, the fortifier, the strengthener. We need him. We need him. We need the Spirit of God, because he comes and says, actually, I'm going to give you the strength. Yeah, you're weak. You're you're just a human being. Yeah, you're going to be frightened. But actually, my spirit isn't frightened. My spirit is able to cope with any situation that you face. And so I'm going to give him to you. I'm going to pour out his spirit. And the result for these people was they spake the word of God. But they they were filled with strength. And so our relationship with Jesus is vital in this. As we develop that, as we develop our relationship with Jesus and the Holy Spirit, so we will have the strength inside us to speak. To step out. We can't do it alone because we're weak. Uh, you know, we're scared at times. Actually, the Spirit helps us. It doesn't mean, actually, we will never be frightened. Sometimes the risk of stepping out and the taking the risk is a bit frightening still. But that boldness and that enabling to do it will come from the Holy Spirit. So, as we do this, make sure we are developing at times with, with the Holy Spirit can I encourage uh, again this is I don't, I don't want to be harsh here but actually one of the ways we can do that is to be together on a Sunday <coughs> in the presence of God and the best way to do that is to be here from the beginning now uh, I know some of you that's tricky but actually it's really good to be here at the start to hear how it's going to start to hear uh, where God is, is taking us can I encourage you Get here so that we together can hear from God in the worship time. I believe God is is here. I do believe. Uh, And actually, if we come in halfway through that, we're going to miss it. We're going to miss that opportunity to receive wonderful things from God. Uh, And so I say this not to to criticize, but actually you're missing. If you don't come to to the end, you're going to miss something of what God is wanting to say to us. Uh, And I'm so glad I was here at the beginning. Because God spoke to me and encouraged me through the worship. In fact, He often does. I don't, I, it's not an unusual event, uh, uh, but actually, uh, it was so good to be in the presence of God. Uh, and so, can I encourage you? Let's, let's, let's—not simply because oh, Tim told me to do that and Jamie told me. Actually, we want to hear from God together. We want to be encouraged together, and actually, we do that as we spend time together in the presence of God. And, uh, and, you know, that is an opportunity. So, uh, have a think. Have a think about your the way you do your Sunday mornings. Let's, let's, let's be together to hear from God. Because he wants to fortify us. He wants to send us out and to bring good things to the kingdom. And, uh, and so, just to encourage you with that. Uh, don't, I don't want to bring any condemnation. Um, in, in 1 Peter 3, verse 5, it says, In your hearts... Uh, uh, set apart Christ as Lord always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give a reason for the hope that you have but do this with gentleness and respect as we, as we have Christ in our hearts as we have the Holy Spirit we have hope in us and we will be able to speak out to those around us and often it's all, that's all it is it's saying people will recognise something in us and say what is it and then suddenly you've got the hope coming out and say actually this is, this is it I, I know Jesus He's changed my life. And uh, and actually, that's often the way I work. I wait. I don't tend to strike up conversations about God. But, uh, as Letitia said, the way I try and work, uh, I don't always get it right, I'm not perfect, but the way I try and work, the way uh, I talk about my weekends, when I'm asked, the way I, you know, I just throw into the conversation things about God. You know, I went to church, I run a kid's club, I do da da And see what happens. And they say, oh, why don't you do that? And suddenly you've got an opportunity to express the hope that God's put in my heart. Just to finish then. Two keys for us. Two keys. Know that we have been made to be his disciples. That's what God has done for us. He has made us disciples. If we have come to know Jesus, if we have given our hearts to him... We are his disciples. Only when we start fulfilling what a disciple does do we truly know the life and the joy that Jesus came to us. Because that's what we've been created or actually recreated for to be his disciples. A disciple is one who does what Jesus does. When we do that there is nothing better. The the joy of responding to uh, something that God says and stepping out in faith and seeing God do something is amazing. God, you, you broke in. As I prayed for that person, you healed them. As, as I spoke to that person, they responded. They're not a Christian yet, but, but I can see something going on. There is nothing greater in life than knowing that you're working with Jesus, you're partnering with him as a disciple. And actually... Unless we do that, we won't know the the life and the joy that God, that Jesus spoke about. I've come to give you life. Because actually, we're doing what we're made to do. There's nothing greater in life than knowing that actually, what I'm called to do, I'm doing. There's a great fulfilment in that. We are called, we are made disciples to do what Jesus did. And when we do that, there is great joy and fulfilment in doing it. And as I started with, just to finish with, in Isaiah chapter six, when when God was looking for somebody, who's going to speak for us, who's going to go for us, Isaiah simply said, Here am I, send me. That's another key here. It's not a cat account- work it out, what can I do? Who should I speak to? How can I do this? What can I do? No? No, just say to God, Here am I, send me. That's all it takes. A willingness to say, actually, I'm, I'm not going to do this because I have to. I'm not going to do this because, well, that's why I need, uh, yeah, a, a Christian must, must do this sort of thing. No, no, God is looking for willing volunteers. Willing disciples to say, God, use me. Use me today at school. Use me today in the office. Use me. When I get up, uh, you know, I'm, I'm ready. I, I, I will li- I'll listen. I'll listen to what you say. When I get off the bus. I'm going to listen. Why are you saying something? Oh, okay, I'll just move on. Oh, oh, you're saying something. Oh, okay. God will speak. God will speak as you're willing to say, Lord, speak to me. And as we do that, as we step out, God will bring the outcome. God will bring the results. God has promised. We can go with hope in our hearts, with faith that God is bringing a breakthrough. Can we stand together? God wants to, as I've been speaking about, put real hope and faith in your hearts. That He's about a work here, that will see these these numbers turn into real people, real lives that are completely transformed by the gospel, the good news of the kingdom. He wants you to believe, as we heard that passage. That Ian brought about the life, the, the, the life of, uh, of the church, bringing new life and people coming to it and being refreshed and being changed and, and being drawn to, to the life that we have. Yeah. Believe that actually that's us here. Yeah. And have hope that actually as we go, we will see these things happen.
1: Yeah.
0: Maybe not every time, but actually as we persist. As we learn, as we fix a pipe and it leaks and then we fix it and this time it doesn't, as we do that, we will see lives changed. And that God can use you. God can use you. Whoever you are. You only need to know him. You don't need to know half the Bible. You don't need to, to stand up on the stage and spout for half an hour like like uh, like I can do or, perhaps. But you don't need to do that. God's not interested in that. God is interested in someone who knows him, who loves him, and is prepared to take something of his good things into other people's lives. Lord, I want to pray Father, that you will uh, commission us, you'll fill us with hope, Lord, this morning, and expectation and faith that Lord, we have something amazing to bring to people in our communities, wherever they are. That, Father, you have commissioned us to be your disciples. That, Father, you you have uh, great anticipation and expectation that we will be able to do all that you did for even greater things. That whatever we're like, whatever stage of our Christian walk, Lord God, we are able simply by saying, Lord, I'm able or I'm willing, send me. Mm. Uh, Lord, then we can take some good things of your kingdom and see lives changed. Lord, I pray, Father, we, want to, we just want to give ourselves to your purposes. Lord, we, we want to say, Father, we, you have spoken, you're the one that ultimately says. but Father, we will take your kingdom and we will take it to those that you bring across our paths, Lord. And we will bless them. Lord, we've heard a testimony this morning, Lord, we want, to, oh, we want many of these testimonies, Lord. Many of these testimonies where lives have been changed and, and transformed by the power of the gospel simply because we bought a cross on, or whatever it might be. Lord, Father, use me. Use me in your great purpose, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen.
2: Um, I've had had this kind of picture or reminder of something that actually happened um, within a couple of weeks. and I'm so... I already feel that it's kind of changing my confidence level and the way that I see things. I just want to share it with you. I had a face-off with a duck. Okay. You know that pond at Blackheath? Um, a few ducks on it. Anyway, this, this is the last time we had loads and loads of rain. The, the pond had overflowed, and it was just everywhere. And there were ducks everywhere. And I'm driving the road. And there's a duck in my way. I'm not an animal lover, so I'm sorry. <laughs> so we've got this duck, and we're like, oh, you stupid duck. You know, it's like you're out of your pond. Get back in your pond. But the pond was everywhere. And I can just imagine this conversation, this duck looking at me. What on earth are you doing driving your car through my pond? This is my pond, and, you know, the water boundaries have sort of spread. And you know, with all this rain and everything that we've had, the Thames has kind of sort of upped and overflowed a bit by the towpath. There's massive puddles everywhere, and even the puddles in Welling on the Common, wow. there. there was ducks in there. And God just said to me, you know, it's like those ducks, yeah, they look really stupid because they're not like in their sort of original place, but it's like their pond levels, their boundaries is expanding. Mm. it's like, why not? It's a duck. It's going to do what the ducks do. It's going to swim. There's a puddle of water. It's going to swim in it. And, you know, God just said to me that, you know, He is expanding sort of our boundaries. Like the kingdom of God is expanding, expanding, and, you know, like into the workplace and school, you know, all those sort of places that we talk about. And it's like, you know, and he's done that. And we can go and be what we are, be these disciples. You know, do these things in those areas with utter confidence. It's like the kingdom is expanding, so that's our grounds. That's our working grounds where we can just go and just do our stuff. Just love people, be friendly, be really chatty if you're really chatty. You know, just love people if you're not. You know, all of those sort of things. Yeah. And also, what's been happening recently is. And family member of the water has come up through the ground into their house. They went home from Christmas to their daughter's house that had been flooded, sort of three and a half feet of water, and they got a stream at the end of the garden. Phew, the stream's not flooded, but the water's come up in the ground. And I really feel that, you know, what God is doing, He's like, and what happened with, sorry, I can't remember your name, he's like, with Tisha, uh, you know, this water, like the water's come up through the ground, it's kind of gone into their house, into their private place, and it's come up into their house up to, you know, what, however many feet is. And God is preparing that way, and I think, I really feel that that's kind of what's happening, like that friend of yours at, at work, it's like, God has already been there, God has already done work, and, it's like, and we can confidently go into those places, because God's done it, God's, God's presence is there, God's kingdom, you know, he's working, and, you know, just as those ducks, like, they're not bothered by the size of their pond, they're, pond has expanded, it's like just going to be a dust mm-hmm. wherever the water is, it's like we can in total, utter confidence go and, right. and do those things in those places, because just know that God's already gone there first, God's gone into yeah. that private place, mm-hmm. into those things you don't know about and you don't see, God's already working in that secret private place just like that water's come up in my family's home they didn't know it was there until they actually you know, it's in their private place God is doing those things, so you know, be confident, and you know know who you are, and, and just be a duck <laughs> yeah. um, do you mind standing sorry I'm to go again. that's what right. that's just yeah. father I I thank you for what you're doing I love what you're doing I love how you are working in people's lives and we don't even know about it I thank you for all those treasures out there that we are going to discover thank you for the privilege Lord God that you will work through us Lord, I thank you for all those people, all those family members, all those friends in the workplace, all those people at the school gates, that you are doing stuff in their lives that we don't even know about, Lord God. And I thank you that we can have that privilege of being part of it, being part of what you're doing, Lord God. And I pray that you would give us such a greater level of confidence, Lord, even the biggest scaredy cat like me, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord, that there are no boundaries. Lord God, there's, you know, those poles. what you're doing in the spiritual realms, as it were, is amazing, Lord God. And I thank you that we can be part of that, Lord God. I pray that you would guide us in our conversations, Lord God, that you would give us words of knowledge, Lord, that we can specifically speak to people, Lord God. I, I pray, Father, that we would speak with boldness, just like Peter did, from being someone who just kept putting his foot in it and just, you know acting before he speaks oh god but when your spirit came upon him how he was so transformed Lord god i pray that we would have that experience this afternoon tomorrow morning next week we'll have testimonies mm-hmm. lord of what you've done how you've used us oh god mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. holy spirit come mm-hmm. and yeah. just come and stir our hearts mm-hmm. lord come and give us that boldness yeah. let us let's go out truly knowing that we are yours we are loved we are cherished we are adored we are princes and princesses, as it were. We go out in authority that you've given us, Lord oh God. We go out in the power that you've given us, Lord, that you've entrusted us with. Lord oh God, let us go out truly knowing who we are, what you've called us to do. Thank you.
1: Yeah, I'm going to finish in a moment, a moment. <laughs> I just want to say, really briefly, so we can make a declaration together. Um, do you know the story of Abraham? He was Abram, the father. The promise was to be father of the multitudes. He got the promise at 75. At 99, there was no promise. Manifest yet. But then he got a name change where he became Abraham, uh, father of the multitudes. So everywhere he went, people called him by his prophetic promise. And it was like a declaration over him, you are made to be father of the multitudes. And faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So uh, declarations and speaking things out before they happen is an act of faith. So can we, read, can we say this declaration together? I expect to have powerful divine appointments. I expect, I expect to have powerful, powerful divine, divine appointments. appointments. Today, to heal the sick... Today, to heal the sick, raise the dead, raise the dead, prophesy life,
0: prophesy life,
1: lead people to Christ, lead people to Christ, bring
0: deliverance, bring deliverance, release
1: signs and wonders, release signs and wonders, bless every place I go, bless every place I go. Good to speak those nice things over. Michelle's going
3: Yeah, just to make sure that we carry on practicing. <laughs> you know, there's no better place to start by home. You agree with that? Yeah. yeah. There's no better place to stop at home. So last week, we gave a couple of words of knowledge, and I think five people responded. I think three people had problems in their cheeks, and people had problems in their back. So what's important to do is, if we have feedbacks of people who are getting better, you need to tell us. Mm -hmm. Because we need to thank God and rejoice for what he's doing, however small we start. We're going to rejoice and say, thank you, God, you're doing this, Yes. Mm. And another thing is, just now, I I really feel that um, there's somebody who's got a problem with their shoulders or clavicle or something that uh, they hurt their shoulders. Is there anyone? Fantastic. So we will pray afterwards because we want to see breakthroughs. But be calm and be prepared. So I'm challenging you right now, right? If there's somebody who heard a word of knowledge, they they think that God wants to heal something this morning. They need to tell us as well. Yeah, because it's no good just me standing there a week. That's you heard it, yeah? It's not just Hashem, Jamie, and Tim and Katrina and all the few who will heal the sick, yes. yes. You are all Amen. part of the kingdom. So if you hear something you think, Oh I think God wants to heal that this morning. Even if you're too shy, you don't want to save yourself, just come and tell us, yeah? And we just, just call. But if you need healing this morning I encourage you to come forward because we are going to press. Because I declare we are going to see more and more healing. Amen. Amen.
0: Yes? yes? Amen? Amen. Yeah. Amen.
3: So let's press on for that. And thank you, God. I'm just going to... I feel like praying. Is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah Lord Jesus, we just, we just thank you, God, for your presence. Mm. We thank you, God, yeah. for your love. We thank you that you are after our all well-being, Jesus. Yeah. So we know you want to heal. You want to make us better in every area. And as well, I heard I heard it must be that there's somebody in this room who's been sitting through uh, the old preach and everything and they, they feel that they've hit a, a, a wall basically. And they say, oh that's very good I hear all of that but personally <coughs> I've hit a wall in my faith and I can't go anywhere. If, if you specifically use those words, you come and I pray for you the as well, okay? Because he wants to heal you as well emotionally and and if there's something, if there's a blockage, we want to pray for that as well.
1: Mm. Is that cool? Mm. Yeah, cool. I have interest. Was anybody from last week who responded to things like the cheek and for improvements or healing? You can or let us know or things that just got there. Go. We, we just want to get really good at uh, getting feedback. You know, if it takes longer, get it verified by the doctor. Fill in a card because we really want to thank God for each and every single story. So we're going to... Finish there. Just to say, we're praying for the sick now. There's a shoulder or someone felt Actually, I've hit a wall. I've hit a ceiling. I can't go any further. The the pond of your life, God wants to overflow, okay? So that you go swimming in places that you haven't ever swum in before, okay? That's what he wants to do. So we're finishing there. Kingdom Culture on Wednesday. We're going to pray for folks now. As well, just to say, Tim was talking about boldness of the Holy Spirit. You've never been baptized in the Spirit. You know you need to be refilled this morning. We'd love to pray for you as well on that one.
3: Sorry. Just just for you for, you know, uh, this friend of mine, after I had prayed for her the, the, on Monday night, I, I was so stirred. You know, it's like when you know God has done something and then you can't sleep. I was I was praying for her. God told me that, oh, I am the comforter. I, I have comforted her already. Yeah. So why are you still stirred up? So I went to the office. The next day she told me, you know what? I slept so well oh, God. because I could feel the comfort, and even my alarm didn't wake me up. It's like after so long, she, you know, she would be so tired. She hadn't slept I don't know how long. Mm. And then she said, Oh, I was so comforted.
0: I just slept even for my alarm. I didn't wake up.
3: Oh, wow. That's great. That's great. That's great.
1: Thank you. Fantastic. Multiple God, more and mm. more stories. Um, We're going to finish there. The hatch will open in a minute with delicious coffee and tea. Even as I speak, it's opening. <laughs> <laughs> the power of the voices. <laughs> Have a great week. See you next week.
0: I'm going uh, yeah. yeah. I think that's right. I think that's all good good <laughs> to <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>